right, we are live. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the interview tapes. The interview tapes is another segment, part of the We Finally Made a Podcast. This is where we talk to guests, artists, producers. We've talked to, and we talked to actually a, a lyricist. We have a, we have an actual R&B singer coming up, commission painters, which already, that needs to be edited. But today we have a very special guest. Someone who I've been wanting to talk to for a while just because I have so many questions about his field. This is the great Nick Quintero. Hey. How are you, man? How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. How are you guys? Good, good. We're, we're just trying to stay busy, trying to figure out what the weather's going to be like in the next five minutes because I just, you know how this <laughs> Texas weather is. Nick's also, yeah. Nick's also in Dallas. We, he, he knows, the, he knows the, the pain we're going through over here because it was beautiful yesterday. And yeah, the I, sun was shining. I was like outside hanging out, doing my thing, and big, now I'm inside like my cave, just all <laughs> up. I, I drove to work and snow flurries were falling, and I I I thought there was something wrong with the simulation. I was like, who put this code in the simulation? <laughs> I read somewhere that um, Texas weather is just like lotto numbers; like they just be throwing out anything. Man, like seriously, like how, how do you? Yeah, because it, it's it was all nice, and then. You know, it's 35, 50, 50, 50, 50. It's supposed to be like the 26 on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, which is, but look, we're, we're already going to, we're already off, off subject. This is not what we're, we're going to. Uh, this is just old man talk right now. <laughs> this is really old man talk. <laughs> I, My I, knees I, did hurt a little bit this morning. Yes. That, whole, that is not a joke. I just saw my little cousin earlier, just t-shirt and pants. I'm like, what is wrong with you, young man? You're going to get a cold. And I'm like, that's some, <laughs> that's some shit my mom wouldn't say. But, yeah. Uh, no. Okay, back on track because we're we're gonna go on to ten different tangents. Uh, Nick is a, a local graphic uh, artist, graphic designer here in Dallas Fort Worth. Very well established, has made T-shirts for you know Target. I, your stuff's been at Target, right? Yeah. Which is wow. I, it, that, I know it does, might not seem like a big deal to you just because hey, it's just another day at the job. <laughs> but to me, I'm like that is some cool shit. Like how? Okay, let's 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 just jump into it. Yeah. How did that get started? How did your design or how did you get commissioned to make a, a design for this uh, uh, Target t-shirt? Well, it's actually pretty interesting because I have been working in the apparel specific industry for like about 20 years now, uh, maybe maybe a little less. But so basically my full-time jobs that I've had for that entire time, like when I've had full-time jobs, They've always been in the um, licensing industry. And so what that means is that the companies that I've worked at, they acquired the rights to use um, licenses for big brands, big movies, video games, TV shows, um, comic books, whatever. And um, they provide us with like the rules and things that we have to follow. And then we just make a ton of art. Like we just bust out as much stuff as possible and then put it in front of the buyers at these retailers like Target, and they kind of pick and choose what they want, and we have to get it approved from the licensor, and then that's how we land a lot of that stuff in there. So it's been part of my full-time job, but since I've been doing that for so long, I've also kind of made some other connections and have been able to um, kind of be entrusted with brands and right. and you know retailers and and just really be able to do some different things on on the side. So when you first started, like you were saying, you had uh, I want to say you had like a broker that would that would get everything you know licensed, and they would come to you. Is that how it would go? Well, I was actually an employee of the company that did that, so okay. there was okay. it was more like there was um you know a department like a dedicated person doing you. each one of those okay. steps. Uh -huh. And my step was creating the designs or managing the teams that create those designs. Now, to me, it seems to me personally, it seems like a big deal when you get like this, you know, this well-known brand. They're like, here you go. Do something with it. Do you recall the first one you did that was a big either brand or cartoon or <laughs> I don't know, band? Actually, no, that's a funny question because I do my. So when I first started working in apparel design, I wasn't uh, like my very first job was not license focused, okay. but they did acquire one license for the band Avenged Sevenfold. Oh, <laughs> I don't know anything about that band. or I don't either. I, I've heard the name. I've heard the name. Right. Exactly. I've seen the logo. I saw it before and then I had to like put it on t-shirts and uh -huh. just like some skull with like 
bat wings or something. I don't know. Yeah, That's, so a, that I, sounds like a Ben Sevenfold. Bat wings and skulls sounds about right. There. I mean, from what I don't know about it, that uh-huh. somehow still seems like what it would be. I, I don't know. If there's any Ben Sevenfold fans, I'm sorry we are insulting you because we have no idea. Who they are. <laughs> I, um, I, I apologize, but there's there's an artist that you've made uh, sketches uh, uh, designs for, and that's Casey Musgrave, right? Yeah. Well, so Casey Musgraves, um, we, I never worked on anything specifically for her, but I did create some fan art that got her attention on Instagram. And, um, that this was back in like 2017 and she actually just found it cause I tagged her and posted it on her page okay. on her Instagram. Okay. And so then I just got like a flood of Casey Musgraves fans as my followers <laughs> And, um, you know, it totally was, I mean, it was awesome. And I, I just continued to draw fan art and create like, um, mock-ups and things. Like I did a couple of tutorials on my YouTube, like of, of drawings and things of her, but none of that stuff was official. Right. Um, right. Absolutely. I got you. But, but she was actually super awesome because when I did that and she posted it, we chatted for a little bit. Oh, on, that's cool, uh, man. DMs. That's what's up. And she gave me like two backstage passes to go what? to her next oh, wow. show in Dallas. Please tell me actually, you went. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, actually put together like a, a little gift bag for her. That's cool. And um, some of my dope. merch and things, pins, shirts and stuff that I made, or me and my girlfriend made together. And um, she sent me back a video of her wearing one of our shirts, like a oh, little like, wow. boomerang. So that's... yeah, I mean, she's cool. Like uh, sometimes I'll reply to her story and she'll be nice enough to like, Double tap Double and tap make it. it back, but hey. he's a bit busy these days. I yeah, like, you would think so. You would think so. But no, like I was, because I, I, I always see that you'll, I've been following you for a while, and I, I see that you'll just randomly put in the Spacey Casey, uh, you know, old design back in. But you have you have a style of of your art and your designs. You have a specific aesthetic that I, at least I notice. Right. Um, I'm assuming when you first started doing the design, the the wonderful Avenged Sevenfold uh, <laughs> shirt, you, you had the rules and you had to follow rules that, you know, I guess pertain to that actual artist or that actual band. So right. you never really got to design anything in your aesthetics at the very beginning. When did you actually feel comfortable to, I don't know, when did you discover your aesthetics? Did you try, you know, sketching something else or something goofing off? Or like, how did how did you actually develop it? Yeah, well, it, it is interesting because I didn't, I I was not able to have a style in the very mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. because I was doing these um, licensing projects and doing things for different brands and everything. I, I kind of had to be like a little bit of everything. And mm-hmm. so I, I didn't start out as like someone I would consider an artist. You know, right. I didn't have my own style. I wasn't right. really doing my own things. I just had a couple of techniques that I could like bust out on command. Right. And I would say probably around 2011 or 12, maybe I started doing my own illustration sketches Mm -hmm. and um, using like hand-drawn typography and stuff to make posters for musicians that I was getting like freelance work. And then people started coming to me for that look. And I was like, okay, I I think I can like, you know, create something and like, like turn this into something that I could make my own. And so around then I started trying to sneak in some, you know, type drawings and different <laughs> things like, yeah, yeah like your, you know, your, your, I, yeah. I, in the day your I would be doing right? like, you know, 800 yeah. Batman logos a day or whatever. Oh my God. <laughs> and then, so I started trying to like sneak in like hand drawn, like cool illustrations of Batman, like the, you know, the words and stuff. And, um, so, so, I was able to kind of start sneaking those in around then. And then from there, people also at my jobs, they started asking me like, oh, can we do that for more characters? Is there more mm. things like that that we can utilize? And, you know, the the companies didn't always approve them, but we always try. Like we try any and everything that we can. And, you know, we just kind of got to like throw it all at the wall. You know, at that point in, in, in life, I would assume you feel more so like a starving artist, you know, because, yeah, you have a job that's making the design and whatnot. And then you get to actually start making your design. And the only way you're going to get your stuff out there in front of people's eyes is just forcing it out there or performing it or however you, you know, if you're a singer, you can go sing at the 
uh, on the corner of whatever street, right. or if you produce, you're going to sell out your, your, your whatever. Beat. Tapes and sh- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and just, but it's, it's part of the hustle. I mean, right. people don't understand that even as, as a graphic designer, that's a, that's a big deal. Like someone, the only way someone's in a seat is if you put it out there. Right. And I'm saying that as a, from my personal experiences, I've always wanted to be, I, I was better with a pen than I was with, 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 you know, uh, illustrator or anything like that. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of learning the ropes now. Um, but I, 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 no one's ever going to see my aesthetic if I never put out. And guess what? No one's seen my aesthetic because I've never <laughs> put it out. But speaking on aesthetics and I'm not going to name anybody. I, I personally like kind of study the, the, the way that you design that your sketches and even like the width of, of the lines that, that, that you, you know, from which you draw. And I've yeah. seen other, I will say local artists have a very suspiciously <laughs> similar uh, where I'm looking at it. I'm like, huh, I didn't know Nick did this. And I'm like, Oh, Nick did not do this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> have you ever, have you ever ran into, into, I guess it's part of the competitive nature where there's another local artist that, you know, might be like, Hey, that's, that looks like my design or, you know? Yeah. I have actually had people just straight up copy my stuff. And like, it's been weird because it's happened. Um, it's happened kind of all over the place, but when it happens locally, that's when you're like, okay, like you could probably try a little bit harder to like, <laughs> it. And, so, there was one particular case. I'm not going to name anybody either, yeah. but there was one particular case where some uh, DJ friends of mine had put out a t-shirt and it was just like straight up my drawing with like different text on it and somebody sent it to me and they were like hey um you know this they put out this shirt and they tag somebody else as the artist but i know this is yours because it's like your thing i had it on shirts and stuff already right 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 and so i reached out to them and you know i gave them the benefit of the doubt to the designer to or to the to the to the, the dj artist dj okay and and i gave them the benefit of the doubt you know they were not the artist and they said that the guy had just created the design and uh-huh. come to them and said like, Hey, uh, if you guys want to make this shirt, uh, you know, I'll, I'll pay to get it printed and we can split the profits or whatever. Oh, so they just, had no idea oh, like the gotcha. background of, of what it was, but you know, when people saw it, they were like, bro, what? And so I reached out to them. They like stopped selling them and, uh, they actually just hired me to create them a new design. Cool. Oh, that's what's up. At least, so they did. They did the right thing. Now, yeah. uh, what about the person that designed that? Did you ever have any interaction, or quote um, unquote, designed it? <laughs> I never had a direct conversation with him about stealing my design. I, I, I have met the guy, like, you know, after the fact, um, and I think he was just kind of dancing around, you know, knowing that he did that to my stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, I chose not to. It probably confront him unnecessarily you know yeah, it's 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 that's it's i don't think it's it would have been worth it just because the 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 artists themselves i'm sorry the the dj themselves were did the right thing and went about you know going to you be like hey all right cool that's i completely understand let's do you right let's do it right. the proper way which that's a good way to say when to doing it the proper way okay let's say let's say me and my little co-host there want to start um whatever we want to do merch okay and we reach out to mm-hmm. how what is the right etiquette as as a blind you know uh customer how yeah. would you advise me if i'm trying to you know reach out to any any graphic designer or, or designer in general yeah for sure i mean i think that the right way to do it is whatever form of communication you have with that person you know i get i get dms for uh commissions or freelance work I get emails through my website. I have like my contact form Mm -hmm. and I, you know, people will say, Hey, I got your number from my friend or whatever. Right. So, so basically, I mean, I think reaching out just however you can and just introducing yourself, telling them a little bit about what you are wanting and um, kind of, I, I think like just starting the conversation with whatever information, like as much information as you have okay, is probably the best way to do it because you can kind of get some excitement stirred up with the artists. Like I really like it whenever people send me like screenshots of my own posts from Instagram mm. and be like, Hey, I really love, you know, these three drawings and 
you know, this is the kind of thing that I'm wanting from you. Cause then I can look at it and be like, okay, these are three cowgirls and they all have like little polka dot spots or something like, or they they all have a skull in it. So I can start get, getting my like Your ideas going immediately. Yeah. Like, okay, they like cowgirls, dots, skulls, okay. and they all have the color red in it, you know? And so then it'll kind of get me excited that they know my work and that they know what they like about my work. And mm-hmm. it's, it's much better than somebody just like reaching out and just being like, Hey, I need a logo. You got time. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I absolutely hate those. God, dude, like, it's like, I mean, I, yeah, dude, like do me, do me a favor and at least try to like sound half interested into <laughs> right. what you're trying to say, you know? And, or, and, or, and you know, it doesn't even have to be like professional, like overly like, hello, good morning, sir. You know, whatever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's, uh, it's before you go on, I, you know, I, I might be guilty because, I've I worked in offices for many years uh, back in the day, and I always have that email. I still have email, like I guess etiquette, and I don't. It it always makes my skin like churn whenever I like <laughs> like proofread my 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 old professional emails. Yeah. So then when I try to reach out, like now I'm like I don't give a shit anymore. I'm I'm you know right. I don't need anything. I'm just like hey dude, what's up? Like whatever. But dude, it's that's that's super funny because sometimes I will like write an email to somebody. And then I'll read it again and I'll be like, this sounds like way too professional. Like I'm going to go like take this letter and not make it capitalized, you know, make this a little bit less. <laughs> Forget uh, a dot to just a run on sentence. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I'm like, these people are going to think I'm like trying to sell them like some, some car inch or some extended warranty on their, <laughs> on their car, just the way it sounds, you know? Yeah. There's a good balance. Like you got to have the right balance of yeah. like, don't come off like yourself. Being, yeah. Don't, don't come <laughs> and, out and be like being cussing and rude and all that stuff. I'm like, no, nah, like, yeah, you, know, like, you can get there. Like, yeah. you know, eventually yeah. after you'll, a few have, conversations. Right. Yeah. Like you can start the conversation yeah. with like, hey, uh, just saw your stuff. I wanted to reach out. I think it's really, um, you know, cool. And I'm interested in working with you. And yeah. then by the time you're sending files back and forth, be like, hey, I stayed up late as hell working on this shit. So I'm sending it at 3 a.m. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, you know, let me know what you think in the morning. Yeah, it's just it's it's pretty much like a first date. Like just just approach it like it's the first. You're not gonna write this properly. First one's formal. Yeah, yeah it's, yeah. it's just yeah. Yeah, all right. Yeah, just, at gotta, least put at least put your name and stuff down. and spell spell things correctly. <laughs> so, okay, so I'm I, so we're reaching out to you for a design, and we we tell you, uh, would you care if it's if we want T-shirts? Would you care if we just want posters, or if we want uh say a logo for our our profile? Is that a question that usually matters? Uh, what it's going to go on when you talk about your pricing uh, or how you're going to propose thing. Is that one of those things that, that you take into considerations? Where, where is my art going to be? Yes, absolutely. And um, when I'm working with somebody, I actually have a little tiny questionnaire that I like to send out. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the questions, like okay. what are you intending for this to be printed on mm-hmm. or used for or whatever, because it does make a difference in um like the printing processes and just certain things like that. But it helps me understand what kind of style people want, or it'll help me steer the conversation. If they're sending me examples that I know won't work on t-shirts or aren't, you know, capable of being uh, an an enamel pin or something, Mm -hmm. I want to start that conversation from the very beginning. So, so it absolutely does matter. And some people I can talk them into like, okay, we can make this, awesome graphic with like all the colors in the world and everything Mm -hmm. that you want for this poster. But we also need a version of it. That's going to be one color. That's going to be able to be printed on dark backgrounds, light backgrounds, Mm -hmm. whatever, you know, like we can start in in, in your, in your piece. Right. Because exactly. I don't, and if you're here for, for, for Nick's uh, discount code, I hate you because we're not going to try and do that (laughs) shit. Cause I hate when people, they're like, hey, because I've had people on. They're like, hey, do you want us to give you a code? I'm like, no, I don't. I want people to get paid for the work because doing something like this, yeah, you can go buy Adobe or you can go buy Corel. Or you can buy Pro. I don't care. Yeah. What you are, what you are actually paying for when when you hire a, a designer of any sort. In this case, specifically a graphic designer, you're not just paying on. You're not just paying just for the art, but the preparation. Like you're talking about, like if it's gonna go on a T-shirt a JPEG file that you send to your freaking printers, they're just going to laugh at you. Like, all right, well, yeah, this, this like where are the lines, like you don't, you, you pay for the knowledge. I, I think when you first start as a freelance artist, you are trying to get paid for your time. 
mm-hmm. which, you know, you're just trying to make sure you don't, you're making rent. But right. I think once you're established and you have your own aesthetic, you are not only are you paying for the art, you're paying and your time, you're paying for the knowledge of like how you're going to be able to present this. Because I like say we don't know anything about uh, screen printing. Well, I would assume that the person you're hiring, you, you in a case, knows how to present this to the correct, you know, in the correct manner, in the correct format, in the correct file, however, to wherever I'm going to do it. And that's kind of important when you clarify that with your artist. Hey, this is going to go on a mug or this is going to go on whatever. They know because of the experience they have, the experience you are paying for, mm-hmm. how to give it to you so you don't look like an idiot when you send it to right. whatever, screenhouse or whatever. And, you know, a lot of people, so, so obviously I do a lot of t-shirt design and that's kind of been like one of my biggest focuses as an, as a designer in my career. And I, I worked in a screen print shop. Like one of my very first jobs was working in a shop. So I know a little bit about that. I know the types of problems that you're going to run into. And I, I've had so many, you know, opportunities where people, will get a file like I'll like when I was younger, I would just send like an illustrator file, but if they're sending it to print somewhere like in China, they might have a super old version of illustrator. It's not going to work, whatever. So I know all of the compatible files and different things, whatever. And I always make sure to let them know that I will include those things in the deliverables. And so like, I'll, I'm going to be giving you things for posting on your social media, things to post on the internet, things to put on your website, things to send to other designers to use in a certain way and every single like screen print capable file that you'll ever need, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's, that's kind of, you have to understand whenever, whenever you talk to any kind of individual, especially in designing, um, whether it's, you know, it could be packaging or whatever it is, but that is exactly what you are paying. You're not just paying for this rinky dink, like JPEG. I'm sorry. Dude. That's what you think you're going to get. Go, yeah. go buy one that's already pre-made. That's, sure. you know, it's you need, you know what's probably gonna be cheaper and go do that, but when you actually feel that you're very confident in what you're trying to do and you want to get the best result and you are hiring a graphic designer, understand that that is exactly what you are trying to pay for. Yeah, you are. It's a business. You are no longer back in high school where I I was I had a friend who used to by hand used to draw comic books for like five dollars. Who draw like a like a five page comic book for you <laughs> to me right now? Like, dude. NFTs, like that's all it is right now. Like, here's all that money. But, um, like that, that's, that's not the way it works. Like you have, you have to understand it's a package deal when you are adults, you have to, you know, pay for, I mean, it's not, it's not cheap starting with an LLC. Uh, I don't know if I didn't ask you about your format for your business, if it's an LLC or S corp or whatever it might be. Do you mind telling me what, what kind of, uh, yeah, I have an LLC and okay. you know, it took me a little while to get there to like decide that that's what I wanted to do. Um, but it just, it made the most sense to protect, you know, all of the, all the stuff that we were making and things. And so I, I got it as a co-ownership with my girlfriend because we, we started our business together, um, which was fresher than, and that one is like, um, that one's kind of a specific style. I've been doing a little bit more of like my own stuff lately, but I'm still running like all of my freelance clients and all that stuff, like through the LLC, um, through fresher than like that, that's where my invoices and stuff are going to come through. And it just, uh, you know, it's just, it's just better overall. How, how, how far into your actual, uh, designing career, uh, you know, I guess whenever you went solo and you left the, the old job, how far into it did you decide, all right, let me actually make this into a business and let me go file my LLC. Yeah. Um, pretty far into it. I wish I would have done it sooner. Mm-hmm. I would say probably like two years into it. I was, it was mm-hmm. when I decided like, I need a business bank account. I need yeah. to be able to yeah. use like things, you know, resources and things for businesses that don't just work for being an individual. And, I mean, and it, and it helps a ton. Yeah, a- absolutely. I mean, I definitely should have done it immediately. Um, I think, I think it's a, a big, it's a good, big investment for your business for sure. Right. I mean, even when you're just setting account, like wholesale accounts, like, uh, uh, I was, you're talking about screen printing and I, I did screen printing for a while and you can get wholesale t-shirts, you know, very cheap right. where your, 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 uh, your, uh, gains is going to be way better than, you know, the $4 you're going to make off if you buy it at $10 a pop. Um, yeah, exactly. you can only get that stuff. If you are, if you do follow the proper challenge. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't know exactly. I think now LLC is like 400 bucks with taxes and all that 
fun stuff. But mm-hmm. it, A, it's tax deductible whenever you do that. So whenever you, you just write it off, whenever you do your first year of taxes, and it's just going to set you up. You look professional. Your bank respects you a little bit. Your clients will respect you a little more. Like if you are serious about whatever it is that you're doing, whether it's designing, whether it's, you know, selling uh, hair replacements that my friend over there needs that I'm not going <laughs> to talk about. Uh, that was unnecessary. <laughs> but no, like that's just that's if you are actually serious about it do that just because that's that kind of lights a fire under your ass too because you're like all right now, now we're now we're now we're playing the big ball you know like right. I, I gotta get some return on my investment here man it makes you really want to just go out there that's why i went with my photography stuff i was mm-hmm. just doing it but as soon as i made like account and llc and all that i was like okay this is for real i have to actually yeah. get out here and work because yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Like, I mean, if you're a photographer and you're like, you know, you're getting paid for this, you know, say wedding, and you're like, yeah, just Venmo me, dude. Like, oh. Yes. At first, uh, it was, it was. I look back at those days and it's really cringy, and I'm like, I can't believe I was like getting paid like that. Yeah. You know, because you start sending invoices with your official logo and shit on it, then you're like, why wasn't I doing this like two years ago? Like, I know they were judging me. <laughs> but we're lucky. We have, we had, we have Venmo now. Imagine if you're back back in the day, like 20 years ago, you had the little coin, the little belt with the little coins that you oh, used to push out for change. <laughs> Just knock it out. How much? 35 cents back? Okay, hold on. <laughs> I actually, I do, I do like using Venmo for like small things, like yeah. you know, especially if it's like the homie. Like I'll be like, yeah, just oh, Venmo yeah. me like a hundred bucks or whatever, yeah, you yeah. know. Um, but and sometimes I'll do like um, I'll do like flash sales of stuff that I have, and I'll run all the like all my real like serious stuff, you know, through my uh, personal website, and I even sell like commissions on there as like an item, you know. But sometimes I'll just be like, hey, I just found uh, you know too small of this design you know shirt in my closet somewhere like just venmo me 20 bucks and i'll send them to you you know like it's nice to have options for sure exactly so speak about options um yeah it's cool you know people think graphic design is just like you're gonna do a you know freestyle some design and you're gonna sell it but as an actual graphic designer there's so many avenues you can go to to generate income and on your website on go to nick q art um n-i-c-k-q art.com go there but this man has like fonts mock-ups templates stickers pins t-shirts koozies uh posters postcards uh i, I ran out of out of room on my little notes thing um, but and we're gonna go yeah. little by little because i fonts to me are i guess it's part of got about of getting older i love fonts <laughs> i i used i used to just you know get the free ones and the font or whatever. Yeah. Like these are all the same. But like now I look at those packages because I've seen, you know, you have some of the packages on, on your, on your website. How do you actually decide to, to make a font? Like what, what triggered in your head where you're like, all right, let me make a font. Yeah. I, I started doing that. Like I, I mentioned earlier, you know, I got really into like hand-drawn type uh-huh. and typography and stuff. And so I, when I was doing um, a lot of like music posters during that time, there were a lot of parts where um, I, I needed to type out a bunch of names, you know, and, and like handwriting them seemed kind of you know just annoying. And, and so I wanted to make a um, just a font out of my handwriting and, ha- and think something just to use for myself for posters. And so that was the first thing I did when I, you know, started wanting to make fonts. And so it had like a purpose. It had a style. Everything was like right there. It just made total sense. And so I spent like, I think it was like $500 on some font uh, software. And I don't know. I made like one or two fonts. It was, it was super, super daunting. It was very difficult. The, the program was not user-friendly at all, but I made like two versions of my handwriting and I just kind of had that for years. And then Eventually, I discovered this uh, Illustrator plugin called Font Self, and it's actually just like the most user-friendly thing that you could have. That's not $500. And it's not $500. It's $500. (laughs) And it's just like super dope. It's really, really easy to make make like type and text in Illustrator and then turn it into a font. And so I started using that. And instead of putting in like, tons and tons of hours on like making my fonts perfect. I was like, I'm just going to sell them for three bucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I figured 
people who are going to be using them since they are basically all display fonts, which means they're not used to make like magazine layouts or, right, right. you know, full body text things. Like most of the designers that are going to use them are going to tweak them and flip them and do this or whatever. And so like a $3 font for, you know, me not having to do the work, it just made sense. It, it, and I, I just kind of, I would always find a, a, like a style of font or text or something that I felt like I needed and I couldn't find it. Or the closest thing to what I wanted would be like, you know, 40 or $50. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just make it myself. Cause that, that's, it's, it's more so like you're, you were literally just lazy and you're like, I don't want to do this anymore. Let me make, let me, For let sure. me make my stuff. <laughs> that's, that's a big recurring theme in learning things in my career. So <laughs> that and being broke. <laughs> I was saying being broke is mine. Being broke. I mean, you, when people are hungry, you have to eat, and that's how it, you know that's how it is. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, uh, you mentioned there's another designer, uh, Fuller Fuller Moore or Fuller Mo, yeah, Fuller, Fuller Mo. I'm sorry. So uh, you and you mentioned uh, him in one of your uh, uh, YouTube videos, yeah, kind of about his templates and all stuff. And I went through and I and I, I purchased a couple of his stuff. Uh, I, I I use your code just because you know. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm a code whore. Um, <laughs> kidding, 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 kidding. No codes today. No codes today. Um, but back to being lazy or whatever. I, I don't see it as being lazy. More efficiency and just, you know, time. We're smarter, not harder. Yes, yes. Because exactly. guess what? I can do, I, I guarantee you, I can probably do, uh, like uh, you did, I saw your videos on the on the bootleg uh, concert mm-hmm. uh, t-shirts or whatever. I'm pretty sure I could have done it. It would have taken me like about a week to like get the right, you know, gradient on, yeah. on that and do us. And I probably could have done it, but it just made more sense for me to actually purchase, you know, something that's already made that you already took the time. Again, yeah. I'm paying for the knowledge I'm paying for, for you got the level set right on, on whatever action you might have on, on in Photoshop or whatnot. Um, and yeah, it might be like a 40, $50 investment, but if you're using this correctly, you can get your money back as, you know, as a consumer, I can get money back. Yeah fairly easy. Oh, for sure. And, and I think, I think that there's like a a definite like sweet spot of Mm -hmm. things that I'm willing to spend the money on. Right. And it's, it's not even, it's not even about the, the price of the product or the item or whatever. It's about the value of it versus the price. Because I think, you know, my, my $3 fonts are, are, are valued uh, well above three dollars, in my mm-hmm. opinion. I think mm-hmm. the the stuff that I that I create is is easy for somebody else to do it themselves, but it's not three dollars easy. Right, right, right. Like you can, it just it just makes more sense to just go on there and buy like four or five fonts for three dollars a piece, yes. than to spend hours trying to do it yes. yourself. And it's the same thing with Fuller's product. It's the same thing with like um, the, I use this thing called a Pose app by Galshear, and it's like mm-hmm. a uh, a, an online like web app where you can go and like pose a person shaped gotcha. object. And like, I can just get any pose that I want in seconds. And I think about that for like 30 bucks or something. Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's just like this small, you know, group of things that can just make your life so much easier, so much better. And it's not even about like whether you can do it yourself or not. It's like, right. you want to do it yourself or not. You just, and, you decide, you know, <laughs> and that was, and I think that's part of more so like the older you get. Cause that when I'm, I was younger, I don't know if it was pride or whatever, where I was like, I could do it. I could do it all myself, blah, blah. I probably ended up doing it. But again, it took me forever to figure out how to do it. Yeah. I probably did it ass backwards. I probably couldn't repeat how I did it. <laughs> I probably missed all these shortcuts. I did it. I did it, but I lost all this time. And the older I get, uh, you know, with fuller stuff, I'm like, I could just put this in. And I don't have to think because I'm one of those people that uh, I get obsessive about getting this look that I want for a design. Or mm-hmm. I, uh, Minus and I, uh, we 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 all make music and we want this specific drum. Well, yes, we could tweak the drum by ourselves and put these filters and blah blah blah. Or we could people will say you're cheating because you go and buy a drum kit. It's yeah. the same thing. No. It's the same thing. It's it's, same. it's, it's, it's tools. It's, yeah, it's you know, it's a tool. It's, it's, it's gatekeeping and exactly. gatekeeping is like my number one nemesis these days. Like I, just, I, I hate it. Like people will like comment on my TikToks and be like, "Oh, uh, digital art isn't real art. Like, why don't you just go draw it? Why don't you blah 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 whatever?" And I'm like, 
okay, show me the comment on like a chef's TikTok where you're like, yeah. you didn't build that Bro. fire, you didn't slaughter <laughs> that animal. Yeah, you're not yeah, a real man. chef. Like, fuck you. Like, yeah, like it doesn't make fucking sense to me when people you say didn't that cut that like, knife out of steel. Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, like what are you talking does, about? It, like, we're humans in 2022. Like, yeah. we have tools, we have shortcuts, we have things that are built to make your life better. Why would you exactly. want? To make your life worse, like I, I don't, I don't understand I, it. Those are just miserable people. Those are just hundred percent. And I just wipe and delete those comments immediately because oh, I don't, just, I don't have time. I, don't, for I wouldn't even. I, don't, I can't. I, I'm not very active on TikTok. He's he's active on TikTok. I'm not. I'll do Instagram just because I. The most action I gotta do is double tap and I'm good. That's that's all I can do. <laughs> but I don't. I, then, I'm I'm very I'm very petty on TikTok. I like oh, yeah. to just like uh, I think you need, I, like your style. I, think, I think you need to be petty on TikTok because that's the kind of world TikTok TikTok kind of you know has around. And you can follow you can follow Nick on on TikTok. It's Nick Q eighty three, right? Yes, correct. Yeah, so go and, go 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 watch his little TikToks. It's, it, it's more like TikTok is high school, and then Instagram is like uh, college. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and, uh, it's community college. Get it right. Well, yeah, it's community college, but still community college. college man. Yeah, it's still college. Ain't, still ain't no college on the internet, man. That's 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 that's, a, that's YouTube a, that's University, a, man. What are you talking about? Yeah, for real. And YouTube, that's, yes. Uh, please go check out Nick's YouTube because, dude, your your tutorials are legit. Like, I appreciate it. They're easy to follow. They, you don't hit me with all these crazy ass terms, which I'm <laughs> like, I gotta look look up on. Like, dude, that you do a great job. And we were hating on Nick early before we started the show because he we were both saying now we kinda we usually chop it up with the guests before we before we, we, we start the show. And Nick's got this nice little setup. He's got mood like lighting. A professional. Looking like a professional. I'm over here. I got I got like I got chunkless on. I got my my, 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 my hoodie on. Like I'm trying to figure out what I'm, where my ramen noodles are at. But Wait, Dude, I, I can I can say this. I'm definitely wearing some like sweatpants shorts. <laughs> hey, I'm just impressed you're wearing shorts. And, and the uh, the cap is to cover the fact that I need a haircut really Dude, bad. So. Oh, I need oh, <laughs> you and I need haircuts. The other guy doesn't even. Have I cut my own hair, so I, I'm good. <laughs> what hair, man? Okay, Bro, well, I'm gonna leave you. I'm sorry. I'm gonna leave you alone. I'm gonna leave you alone. I, I um, was actually I was thinking about um because I, I plan out like the TikToks and like YouTube uh-huh. videos and stuff that I want to make for the week and mm-hmm. um. I, I was going to make this TikTok about the new skills that I learned during the uh-huh. pandemic. And uh-huh. one of them was like giving myself a fade. So like, oh, I really? just like cut my Dang. hair. Like it's not great. You know, it's yeah. not, it's not the best, but you know, it is what it is. And then I was like, also like, um, learn to like make my own coffee, like lattes, like legit, like espresso. At home. But then I started thinking about it and I was like, I think all of these new skills are like, just like remembering how to be broke, broke again. You know what I mean? Like that's what quarantine was. Though, like you had to like figure out how to survive without being able to go nowhere. It's yeah. funny you guys say that because you know I was I was an essential work. I was working at a, at a brewery at the time, and for some reason, nurses and anything to do with alcohol or beer were considered essential work. They like, were essential they, work. They, yeah. There's there's an action. We know. No, dude, it's actually <laughs> on the actual form that says what's an essential worker. It says alcohol and beer making is a fucking essential. I was yeah, like, whatever. <laughs> so I got a job. I'm I'm I, I got my thing going, whatever. And after I get off work, I get my nice little hefty paycheck because now I gotta work full time all the time. And there ain't shit to do. <laughs> and I gotta learn how to how to fucking make ramen noodles again because there ain't shit on in the store. Yeah. Like, the court, the, the 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 whole um, virus breakout thing. It just taught you how to be broke again. It was awesome, sure. though. I made one of the best chipo- at home Chipotle burritos in life. <laughs> I, I still remember that yeah. motherfucker. It's been so it was, it's been so long, and you still remember that stuff. That's that's, that's good, man. That's what quarantine did. But now that you mentioned your 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 TikTok and, and you plan it out, I will admit you are kind of a little content creator. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And is that I'm assuming I I view content creation. Um, more so as like a, a marketing advertising, uh, that's right. if you, if you handle it right, which kind of seems like the way you 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 do it. So on that tip, I know it has nothing to do with the graphic design mostly, but how do you go about doing your 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 TikToks and planning your stuff like that? Do you actually sit down? Again, this might have nothing to do with graphic design, but do you sit down and like you know figure out how to? Yeah, yeah. I, actually, it it does have more to do with it than you would think because. Uh-huh. The, the way I kind of popped off on um, TikTok was from taking like clips from my YouTube videos mm-hmm. where I was doing my tutorials and posting those clips on TikTok. And I actually had one go like 
pretty viral. Like it hit hmm. 3 million views. Oh, Jesus. Man. And um, overnight, I went from having 400 followers to 20,000. Jeez. So, yeah, that was kind of crazy. And so I, I've been putting in so much work on my YouTube that I was like kind of – kind of, I, I kind of able to shift like what I was already like, you know, putting in on my, my YouTube work right. and, and making it work double for TikTok. So every time I made a video for YouTube, I would just kind of make the TikTok version of it as well. Okay. And it, 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 it's been very cool and very consistent and I'm up to 54,000 followers on TikTok now, oh, wow. which really, is man. like incredible. And it's all from sharing, um, like graphic design tutorials. Right. So I started doing, I started doing like, um, quick tips and tricks, right. um, on my TikTok, And then I started flipping those and putting them on my reels on Instagram. Right. And then it's come full circle. And now I'm posting them as YouTube shorts on my YouTube channel. Right. And yeah. it's just like this cycle of creating one piece of content and turning it into as much stuff as I possibly can. Just whoring it out left and right. To see Absolutely. <laughs> and then that's, that's, that's the way I think you it's kind of the genius way to do it. Just like an evil mastermind way to do it because I, it was some financial guy that I follow on, on Instagram, but he said, um, his TikTok took off because he, he tried to do TikTok and nothing was happening. So what he ended up doing is he literally just stood in front of the camera and read his Twitter tweets or his, his tweets. Yeah. He, all he did was read his tweets. All he did. And apparently that was it. That's what went viral. That's so funny. Cause like this week or last week, um, somebody that I watch on YouTube suggested doing, screenshots of your tweets on like a time-lapse video or a behind the scenes video or something. And it's just the screenshot, like text box, like all over your video as like a reel or a TikTok, And that's been like working for them. So I did a couple of those and it was like doing really well. Like it was one of the best reels that I've posted and I'm taking notes. There's so (laughs) many ways. (laughs) You really are over there taking notes. I saw you looking down. (laughs) It's really great. Are you doing, um, I'm assuming it's all in house and you're doing all your, gra- all your uh, video editing and all stuff yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. So I, I plan out my weeks so that I know the days that I'm able to film and shoot and hope nothing changes. Um, cause I'm not the only person working from home in here and, um, I am working a full-time job currently. So I'm trying to like balance out all of that time. So I plan out when I can shoot, when I can edit, um, where in the house I need to shoot and like how I can use the space. I plan out, I write like scripts for every one of my videos. Okay. That, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. And so the script writing, the script writing has been really, really like clutch for me because my first, so, um, my YouTube channel is the thing that I'm the most focused on, um, today. Th- that's the thing that I want to blow up the most. It's the thing that I want to make the most successful. And my early, YouTube, um, tutorials, I go back and watch them and they're kind of cringy because they're so (laughs) boring and long and that's how tutorials are though. And so I started trying to figure out a better way to make a tutorial for the YouTube video format, not the YouTube tutorial format. So I've, I've watched a lot of other creators on there and I watch like, um, you know, I, I learn everything that I learn on YouTube, basically. Yeah, that's that's, and, that's what it should be. Yeah, 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 for sure. And so I started thinking about a lot of the um, like woodworking channels that I've seen. And what they'll do is they'll film themselves building the project from start to finish. And then their video will have a script where they say, first, I, you know, I, or here's the project that I'm making today. First, I wanted to do this. So I blah, 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 blah. And the footage is playing, you know, behind them or whatever. And the the audio is literally just narrating them describe yeah exactly narrating it yep. and so i was like okay i'm going to apply that part of that to what i do so now i just film a whole tutorial and then i write a script talking about what ah, i did okay, and then okay, i'll take okay. my video clips and just edit them over me talking so if i'm saying you know then i went to my layers panel and clicked this button and did this or whatever you see like I'll layer go find that part yeah. of the video and put it yeah. in there. Okay. See, that makes that's it's working efficiently, ladies and gentlemen. Working Absolutely. efficiently. And you know, it it turns 
it turns an hour long video of me sitting there saying, you know, so yeah. I'm going to go to my layers panel and I'm going to click on this and I'm going to blah, 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 whatever. And then trying something and it doesn't work. And, you know, going back and forth, spending like, you know, 10 minutes trying to find the right font or whatever. And then you end up with this giant long video and mm. I can just cut all that out because it really doesn't matter. You know, it's, it's, it, and it, that makes more sense. And cause I know exactly what you're talking about. Like the old videos, it was literally like just beginning to end. There was like no editing, yeah. no, no cool animation, nothing. But I've seen more videos like the way you're talking to where it's, it's edited more to the narration where it's a little, like a mini trailer, like a movie trailer. Right. Yeah, exactly. You know, now one thing I have been curious about, that you actually announced recently that we've been curious about because we're we're getting started to do that is your patreon yeah so you had a patreon before right correct and why did you why did you x that out because i didn't take the advice of people on youtube like i should have. <laughs> honesty like, is key <laughs> yeah i i i over promised and i didn't really like like patreon is not the place where you want to niche down like like my youtube and my tiktok are niched down to graphic designers but my patreon should not have been that and so my rewards were only appealing to other graphic designers here's this brush my fonts (laughs) yeah my brushes my templates whatever all of that was my only rewards and you know, there's only so many, so much reach that that can have. Right. Right. And the point of a Patreon is to get your supporters in one place where you can communicate with them, mm-hmm. where they can communicate with you, which mm-hmm. is very important right, and right, where right. they can feel like they are it's supporting inclusive. you. Like yeah. they don't really necessarily all care about those rewards Right. Like the rewards are cool. The rewards are a bonus, but the people who want to support your Patreon want to support you. Exactly. And so I just, I wasn't doing that right. Like I was over promising, um, a new font every month. Like I can't fucking do that. Like that's, that's hard. (laughs) That's hard work. And, and it's taking away from what I'm doing on a day to day basis. And then it's forcing me to like, make fonts I don't like yes. it's forcing me to make something quick and easy. And then, you know, on the other side of it, um, catering to people who are just um, fans and supporters by saying, uh, I'm, I'm going to make a new sticker or three new stickers every month and send them out and blah, 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 yeah. whatever. Like that's also over promising. So mm-hmm. I, I sat down, I watched a hundred videos about Patreons and mm-hmm. more specifically successful Patreons right. and right. have tried to narrow down, a format that fixes all of those problems that I did to myself the first time and also make something with rewards that are actually cool and fulfilling to everyone. To the anyone. fans or whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. So supporters. Uh, and, so, and you have that format down, which is you're about to launch it at the end of the month, right? Your yes. new one. Okay. I will tell you this because I, I do, I support a lot of podcasts on Patreon and these mm-hmm. podcasts I, I support are just like storytelling, you know, narratives type type mm-hmm. stuff. And the most, and I don't know this will work for yours, but one of the most successful uh, incentives or perks, however you want to put it, or tier levels, is literally just mentioning that person's name yes. in the video yes. or in, 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 the, in, the, in the podcast. And guess mm-hmm. what? I've been, I've been a fool. I, I say I've been a fool, but it's, <laughs> I, 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 I genuinely are, I'm trying to support these people because, look, as, as podcasters, and as starving artists as we were back in the day, and, and we know what it's like, any little bit of help will help, whether it's a dollar, whether it's yeah. whether it's sharing your story, it does help. Like you need to encourage the people that you feel are putting out a good product, whether it's a graphic designer, whether it's a shirt maker, but do what you can. And I would just I was just getting happy. I was getting my reward knowing that I'm helping these people continue to do their job. But then when they mentioned my name, I'm like, holy smokes, yeah. I'm special. Absolutely. No, I'm the same exact way. I yeah. I have a couple of Patreons that I support myself for podcasts. Yeah. And um one of them, they didn't even they didn't have the tier where they would um shout you out. Uh, but they had a community, you know, on the, in their comments and stuff. And sometimes they would read them and they read like two of my comments on the podcast yeah. and said my name and everything. And I was just like, 
yes, this is super dope. And, and, and this is what I'm here for. And that's exactly what you just mentioned, Sengo. Like they they know that you are reading this, or you know, whatever. You they you know that they're reading the stuff that you're that you're you know commenting, mm-hmm. and you know that it's your effort and your encouragement or your money is going to the right place and it's helping them and they're actually paying attention to it which means are they're active they're they're actually putting in the work and they're going to continue putting the work and that's kind of stuff you you know as simple as it is like we're very human beings are very simple-minded individuals (laughs) and it'd be cool to get fonts every every freaking month but honestly like even if you if you did a design and you just designed you made a font okay we'll say you did a font or you have this new font you're advertising and guess what the font spells out one of your patrons <laughs> yeah like that's type of shit that i mean it it sells and it works it's just I, I i also think it's more so like you know coming from we come from where we know what it's like to be down on your luck and having to eat ramen and, and losing your hair at the age of 26 <laughs> <Yes>, or <whatever. laughs> that Man, doesn't I'm... come from poverty that comes from genetics okay <laughs> 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 Trust me, if I, I could, it. I'd pay for some more. And I get it. I get it. That's also under this hat. That's what this is covering. But no, in that case, like whatever kind of support you can give to people that, that whose work you enjoy in this case, it's, it's Nick's Nick's work, which I do enjoy. And I've been, I've met Nick before and I love the, the work he does. I, I find it very funny that a lot of people have very similar Art as he does, I won't. I won't shout. I won't. I won't put him. I won't put him on blast. But do what you can to support. And that I can. I'm. I'm we're gonna give you like all his 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 websites and and his creative market thing. I I I'm. This is me personally. This is not Nick saying anything. This is me personally saying this. Try to avoid the the the, the third party uh, stores. Just go directly to his website because there is a fee. I've know this personally. There's a fee you get deducted from that if you are putting your stuff on a store that's not your very own so just go to his actual store which is nick q art and you'll pretty much find everything that's available everywhere else if not even more and it goes directly to him please tell me i'm not lying to you and, and i'm lying to these people and it's going to somebody else <laughs> no, 100 that is absolutely and it, look creative market they do some great stuff don't get me wrong it's a good way to get your, your name out there a lot of other places um you have stuff on t public right yeah like but then that's and that's fine but i always just try to go directly to 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 the individual's uh website um you do a great job at at, at putting all your links on your all links on your tree link or whatever it is that you have on there i built so, it myself that's on my website there it is like that's mm-hmm. there it is that's exactly what i'm talking about like you you do what you can to to support that that artist so go go follow nick on instagram which is nick q youtube is what is it nick intero uh nick intero yep Yep. And then we have, how are you still on Twitch? I thought Twitch died. Uh, no, Twitch is, uh, Twitch <laughs> it's is very alive much alive, well. sir. Is it really? I yeah. guess, again, I'm the old man. I'm, I'm Timberland old is on, uh, Twitch Mega Beast, man. What are you talking uh, about? So is he, T-Pain. I was, yeah. I was on Twitch one night and I was looking for other like graphic designers and people doing like stuff like that. And T-Pain was doing 3D modeling and Blender <laughs> live on Twitch. Was he really? Was like, yeah. Holy shit! I was like, under all the time. I know. I know. Timlin does like the the. He judges the beats. Like you do the beats. He makes them live too. Yeah. Does he? Yep. There you go. Maybe maybe we need to get off. Maybe we need to get off podcast and go twitching. (laughs) You can do both. That's that's right. Is it twitching or or streaming? How do you? What is that considered? Twitch Um, streaming. Twitch Twitch streaming. Twitch streaming. Well, go find Nick on Twitch on Nick QTX, (laughs) please. Um, the the Patreon will be up soon. I'm sure you're gonna have announcement or remind everybody on, on your Instagram and on your TikTok and all that stuff to, to go do that. Yeah, I'm actually um, I'm I don't have an exact date for the launch yet because I'm working on something super cool for the first 50 um, Patreon supporters, and it's just like it's a physical gift, oh, and okay. I'm having it made right now. Oh, and so I'm super um, I'm ex- I'm excited about it, but I don't want to um, blast it. Remember because the over delivering seen, thing he was talking about yes, earlier? Exactly. <laughs> I, I haven't seen the physical sample in my hand yet. And so I don't want to say I have Nick, this. Cool we're we're going to edit this out for you. We're going to edit this whole <laughs> part of this conversation. This out. is going as a clip on all social media. <laughs> <laughs> Nick is coming with something good. Yeah, so be yeah. ready. You know, there's going to be something good. I just don't know what it's going to be yet. 
I'm pretty positive it's going to be this thing. I'm hoping it is. And now I'm hyping it up so much. It's going to be. I know. Now now I'm hyped. No, no. You know what? I'm not, I'm not releasing this episode until you're, you make your announcement of. I'm expecting my sample this week. So if that all goes well, I'm going to be pretty excited to announce that. But yeah, again, no overpromising. No. um, (laughs) Okay. All right. (laughs) He learned his Um, lesson. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm just excited about it because no matter what, it's going to be fun. It's going to be cool. I have so much like cool stuff planned for it that I think it's actually, you know, it's not going to be one of those things that takes away from my time of doing right. things I want to be doing. Right. Because I'm like planning it and making it so that it's part of the things that I want to be doing. No, it's, that's, that's good. Now I know there might be some kind of um, thing you sign where you can, but is there anything like projects you're working on with any, Buddy, local or anything that you can talk about that that you have in the works or um, is any is everything just hush hush or you know i actually i haven't been doing too much with anybody local mm-hmm. but uh i'm currently working um with uh a, an old friend of mine he started a like a workout an active um clothing Activewear. company mm-hmm. and he kind of started it on accident uh he is in colorado and it's called uh uno mas ropa and so he he had this idea for a graphic because he started working out, but like most workout clothes are kind of douchey, you know, and Very. he he wanted his own like art printed on a shirt that he would work out in. And so he had me draw like a kettlebell skull thing in my style. Oh, it's cool. And then he started getting compliments and people started asking to buy them. And so, you know, one thing led to another and he's launching a full brand. Oh, oh that's wow, awesome. that's what's up. That's awesome. When when is that going to be? Uh, um, so so he currently has it up now. It's Uno Mas Ropa, or maybe it's. I'll get you guys the exact yeah, link, yeah. and we can throw it in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I think it's unomasropa.com. But he's already selling that first graphic on a ton of stuff. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, I've helped him create a couple more, and I'm doing his whole brand identity. So the that's logo, dope. the color scheme, everything, all of that is going to be a collaboration with me and him. And nice. uh, I think it's coming out super cool. Uh, it's, it's a really exciting project. Uno Mas Ropa. It is unomasropa.com. Did you, is that what it is? Unomasropa.com? Yeah, I just looked awesome. it up. Yeah. That is a and, dope logo, too. Uh, thanks, Don't say anything. Uh, Don't say anything. Don't say anything. <laughs> yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying nothing else. I'm, I'm going yeah. to look it up when we get off here. No, it's really, it's, it was really cool because it was a really great collaboration with him. Uh, this is my buddy, Anthony. We've known each other forever, like definitely in the 90s. Um, and so, um, when he told me the idea, my, like when he told me the idea behind the name, you know, like Uh Uno Mas, like just, just do one more, you know, like one more rep. Yeah. Hit hit more. And, and he's, he's turning it into more of an athletic brand. So it's, you know, skating, snowboarding, you know, whatever, whatever other stuff. It's like, you're always, you're always doing, you're always pushing yourself to do one more to keep it going. And, um, so like the, the do one more, but keep doing one more you know, forever, basically. Now I'm, I'm going to ask you this now. I th- I'm going to have to try and see if you can wiggle him our way and, and see if we can talk to him. Cause I really, now I got a thousand questions for, for, yes. <laughs> for him about activewear. Absolutely. That's, I'm, that's, I'm sure he would enjoy that and be, that's, super that's, down that's, for super, it. that's super dope, man. I'm excited for you. I'm, I'm a little jealous now that someone stole you from us and now we can't launch our active ride. You just got to come up with your own story and reasoning and then I'll come up with an icon that matches. And and that is a service that Nick can provide for you <laughs> amongst many others. Um, please look him up on the interwebs, on the social medias. He is there. We have every single one of his links on there. Um, Nick, is there anything else that you would like to say? Anything that you want to promote? Anything that you, you know, Anything that's off your mind besides your wonderful fuck Abbott uh, uh, stickers that I, I adore? I need about yes. seven of them. Dude, yes, that's, that's my, fuck that's my fucking, favorite thing. I fucking love those. It's, if you don't, if you ever see a, a sticker that says fuck Abbott and looks really dope, that's Nick. You can thank him. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, yeah, anything else? My, you know, my Instagram and my YouTube channel, my YouTube channel especially, that's the number one thing that I am really, really focused on and trying to grow and blow up. And I think the videos are, you know, entertaining as well as educational. You don't have to be a graphic designer to enjoy the videos that I'm doing, um, especially the newer ones, because I'm really focused on just making really cool things that anybody can enjoy. 
and branching out. So, you know, go check out my YouTube. That that's I can vouch for that. It's really it really is. It's it's all those things. I promise you that. I appreciate that. Thank you guys. Oh man, thank no, you. Not a problem. Not a problem. I, I forgot that we have the other co-host on here. Otherwise, you know, <laughs> I, would, I would ask if you had any more questions. But with that being <laughs> said, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much. This has been Nick Q uh, on the interview tapes. Thank you, thank you, thank you once again for being here. And we will see you this time next Thursday. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah.